you know what they didn't have back then, though? They didn't have the great underwears of today. That is very true, Mike. What, now, Mike, 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 go with me on this. If you had to pick the kind of underwear that they were most deprived of, like, I don't know, what would you say? Oh, Nick, I think it's pretty obvious. The thong, Nick. Mike, I couldn't agree more. And you know what? What a perfect segue into the newest episode of The, the Thong Topsy Report. Oh, oh, what a marvelously spontaneous moment uh, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy, noteworthy music. thongs. <laughs> To figure out how they, you want to do one more? To figure out how it lies. They, ooh. Oh. Probably on the butt. Uh, I am your or host. Or in the butt. <laughs> a little bit of both. Uh, I've never worn one, though, so I can't say for certain. Uh, I'm your host, Nick Breedier. I'm Mike Russell. And I am uh, free and easy boxer brief Steve Trollinger. <laughs> Uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you so much for joining us as we march toward episode 100 of this podcast. Not counting minisodes, because like I said, we've already technically gone over 100. So, minisodes can't count, Nick, can they? I mean, your beautiful voice is on most of them. No, you know what, right? You're right, Mike. Fuck me. They don't count. <laughs> oh, and, and we'd like to take this moment to offer a uh, an apology and a correction for uh, the last episode. Yes. Uh, so due to the fact that so uh, for many years now, Mike Russell has had a grand idea in his head for his own political party based on the ideals of freedom, which he has oh, often oh, called oh. the Freedom Party. Ah. So we would like to take this moment to apologize for our ignorance and or at least Mike's ignorance in not knowing of the pre-existence of the American Freedom Party, a far right white supremacist political entity in the United States. They do not stand for the values of the Freedom Party I had in my own mind and my own vision, folks. Mike, but, you can still claim it though, because they're the American Freedom Party. You just want to be the Freedom Party. I'm, I'm sure be generic n- freedom. Nobody would misconstrue the two at all, despite the fact that the American Freedom Party's literal motto is the party for white Americans. So we just like to throw that out there in case we accidentally got any sort of new fans that we don't necessarily want to have or scared off any fans that we had before. Listen, every lesson's a lesson, guys, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I would. It doesn't I, matter I wager that they are unequal. You're, but you're saying it doesn't matter what terrible ideas lie between the ears of the listeners. Hey, you know what? If we can help, maybe you know, get in their little brains and help broaden. That's a very ambitious. Thoughts. That's a very ambitious and admirable idea, Mike. And you know what? I think the thong song is going to be the episode that finally connects with these ignorant, hate-filled people. Because, guys, today we are discussing. Uh, a song that I discovered recently, Billboard ranked as having one of the greatest choruses of the 21st century. <laughs> you know, you mean you would would that uh, would that be uh, dumps like a dump truck? Dumps like a what is it? Dump, dumps dump, like dump, a truck. Dump, dumps like a truck. And that's the verse, Steve. It's not the chorus. Oh, I'm You know, I always thought that was kind of a funny lyric because oh, well, you know, taking a dump is like taking a shit. Well, we'll, we'll, we will we'll get, we will get in. We will get into the lyrics. Uh, but actually, so it's funny that we we were talking about this song so soon after uh, "All Star" by Smash Mouth because both of these songs kind of occupy a similar space in my you know in the nostalgia section of my brain because this is the other song I can very vividly remember hearing on the radio for the first time. I was becoming aware of like what popular music was, uh, and I learned. That me and Cisco, the artist who performed this song, had a lot in common back in uh, 
2000 when the song came out. You were both highly successful rap artists. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you both uh, enjoyed recognition and fame. Absolutely. And the uh, adoration of your peers. Steve, were you reading my notes? How did you know all this? <laughs> well, no, the, the two things that Cisco and I had in common was, one, we were both under 20 years old. And two... He was under 20 when this He was 19 when he did this song. And and two, a deep and abiding love of whale tail. Number two was uh, neither of us knew what a thong was when the thong song came out. Or correction, neither of us had seen a thong. He had never seen one? He had never seen a thong. Is that why in the music video there's only like one actual thong? I think back in... uh, What is it? Yeah, 2000 when the music video came out, there, there was more... Issues with showing like basically actual butts in a music video, um, but you know, let 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 let's stop tiptoeing around it. For uh, you, the listener who maybe hasn't heard the song in a minute, uh, here is the thong song. There's a lot of bathing suits. He's so excited, he can't finish any word. Bah, 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 bah. Steve, it never occurred to me, but I think actually that is some uh, brilliant communication via the song without the lyrics. He's implying these thongs are getting him so worked up that he ca- he's just like panting. He can't finish the You're lyrics. You're right. Why are we even covering this song? It is thank- obviously a work of art. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, well, like I said, this music video came out at a time where I think they just had to be a little bit more conservative about what they could show on TV. But uh, stay tuned for the uh, towards the end of this episode, listeners, because uh, Cisco did an updated version of this song. <laughs> Which uh, also doesn't feature any thongs. Au contraire. There was like one extra thong. What are you talking about? There's like, it's like Ass City, Population Cisco. All right, we'll see. <laughs> By the way, Ass the City weather's is lovely. Shitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we're all racing towards that joke, but uh, but Mike got to it first. Got a real homeless problem, though. Yeah, it's really tragic, actually. And the government won't do anything about it. A lot of nimbyism. Not in my backyard. Get it? Yes, Steve. All right, good. We can move on. Steve, let me validate you. You're very funny. Thank you. Move on. So, so guys, the Thong song was very popular and to a certain degree still is very popular. The question about whether or not it's a truly bad song, though, I... I think I might need to to have reconciled somewhat. Depends on how much of a prude you are, Nick. Shit. And, and by prude, I don't mean somebody put off by explicit sexual content. By prude, I mean someone who is offended by bad music. <laughs> I will say I will say this right up front. Cisco can sing. He's a good mm-hmm. singer. He can uh, dance. Uh, and he knows how to make the main theme of a song be driven home very thoroughly. But it was about something he knew nothing about. Yes, the I was... song is a lie. The fawn song. It's not a, so. Ultimately, it's about butts, though, which he has a passing familiarity with. Well, here to, to to Mike's point, yes, I was shocked to learn that Cisco had never seen a thong before he wrote the thong song. That doesn't make the song lie, though. He, the whole chorus is asking to let me see that thong. He's trying to see it. He's trying to become informed about what he's singing about. 
which is really deep in a lot of ways. Uh, but let's discuss Cisco a little bit, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. Mark Andrews. Um, he's an American uh, R&B singer, songwriter, record producer, dancer, and actor. Uh, he started off as the lead singer of the R&B group uh, Drew Hill, uh, and then split off into his own solo career, where he unleashed his debut album, Unleash the Dragon, which went like bajillion platinum. It was Whoa. an insanely... <laughs> that's not a direct quote. It just sold a lot of records. It was uh, very successful, and that was predominantly built upon the second single release, which was the Thong Song, which I can remember vividly uh, in third grade on the bus, hearing very often uh, and learning what a thong was. And if you follow, if you hear the song while you're out and about and you follow it to its origin, you will inevitably stumble upon some sort of spring break party. Oh, God. This reminds me back in the days of Lake City Skank. Or Lake City Skate, but we call it Lake City Skank. And it was. Thank you for clarifying. (laughs) I'm like, who is this person? And it was Club Adrenaline, man, you know, for the 13 plus. Ooh, ooh, for the big kids. You are, you, you just said a bunch of randoms. Random words and numbers to me. Club Adrenaline. You, you, without context, completely without context for me. Oh, Steve, who needs context? <laughs> this? You just said, you just, what, Club Adrenaline. Something City Skank. 13 plus. No, but this, this song and other dance songs. I don't know what any of what you just said meant. Okay, okay. Back in my heyday. Preteen and that was your heyday. (laughs) God, just kill yourself. If your heyday was middle school, kill yourself. Please, no, do not kill yourself. I'm getting the second wind here, you know. I've hit second puberty, baby. 30. 30 is the new 13. You know, it's like (laughs) if you say quickly enough, your honor, sound the same, your honor. honor. (laughs) Oh, no. No, but this reminds me of, the, this is the music that was coming out during that time. You know, like, I was 11 when, we, when this when came out. When we were out. all discovering <laughs> that part of us down south that we hadn't paid much attention to until then. Oh, you're like, whoa. Plattsburgh? <laughs> yeah. First of all, it's up north, Nick. <laughs> it's south of Canada. <laughs> For all the Canadian listeners. Yes. For all the Canadian <laughs> listeners, that joke worked. <laughs> Just like the Plattsburgh is Montreal's penis. Is that what it is? Like <laughs> <laughs> when you drive into Plattsburgh, that's the sign that greets you. But yes, Mike, to your point, this was the song. This song specifically was very, very popular. Now, the beat for this song—I don't know if it sounded familiar to you guys, but once again, this was something that had not occurred to me before. The beat for the Thong song uh, was originally sampled when he was working on the song Eleanor Rigby. But in order to avoid paying Michael Jackson's estate, which owned the rights to that, because I don't, we could do a whole other episode on Michael Jackson buying the rights to Beatles music. Uh, or but, we don't talk about Michael Jackson at all, ever. Oh, yeah. He didn't quite make our list on that episode of Artists We Can't Discuss, but he might be there now. Regardless, uh, uh, basically what they did was they just decided to do an interpolation uh, of that kind of violin theme to save themselves from having a. Uh, whole licensing issue with it so they got a violinist to essentially play a different version of that kind of riff that uh, cisco rewrote so cisco featuring itzhak perlman (laughs) so on the note of changing the song up to so it wasn't uh the same thing as eleanor rigby 
Uh, Cisco said, quote, a lot of people think that those strings on the songs are sample, but it's live, he says. I wrote it enough that it's nowhere near Eleanor Rigby. If you try to play Thong Song and Eleanor Rigby together, and I did, uh, you can't even hear the similarities. So <laughs> this just made me really want Paul McCartney and Cisco to team up and do the version of the Thong Song that he originally intended to have happen. <laughs> Could you imagine? I, I spent most of my research time imagining that. What 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 do you what if Paul McCartney took on some lyrics? I don't understand. Who would write a song about shoes? <laughs> Which is true, man. You think there's a lot of confused like Australians out there? Oh, I don't think so. I think if they watch the music video, they're they're wearing thongs. Y- yes, but really pay attention to what the camera focuses on, Mike. Not what they are incidentally wearing on a beach. You know what? But where's where's the thong song for the man? You know the the people with the foot fetishes. You know, where's? I don't think that's their song, Mike. Mike, they, they can find another song. I think it would. Be, I think they deserve their own thong song. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a video of some some feet. I got some <laughs> from feet. sleeping passengers <laughs> on the subway. Okay, Mike. This is it. It's gonna happen. If, that, if you want, if mark that, my words, my summer music video is gonna be a thonson about thons on the feet. You know? Like if if that is the the cause you want to take up, then I all the power to you. Yeah. I'm, I will support you any way I can. Look at those shoes, so scandalous. Oh, Steve, their toes are gonna help me. <laughs> their toes are uncovered and they and they look like this. <laughs> Well, actually, you know what? Let's go back to the lyrics again um, and see if anyone could possibly be confused as to what the song is about. This thing right here is letting all the ladies know what guys talk about. You know. Politics. The finer things in life. The weather. <laughs> Check it out. Who that dress so scandalous and you know I never... Handle it, so you're shaking that thing like who's the ish with the look in your eyes so devilish. Uh, you like a dance. Ooh, that dress looks scandalous. Self-explanatory. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> and you know another, and we're hearing the edited version, but let's go with friend. Uh, couldn't handle it. Now, couldn't handle like uh, the dress that she looks so hot that you know nobody else like they can't they they. They gotta stay away, man. They can't. He's Cisco's point at them, and he's like, "Whoa, there, partner! You better stay away from that woman because she belongs to me." That's not what he said. You know what's he, funny? Is there like this this like internal mental thing where you're like, "Ah, well, based on my DNA, and oh, she's too hot. I she's based, out of my league. Based on my <laughs> DNA, she is too hot. I went to Twenty Three and Me, and I said, "Am I allowed to date this woman?'" And then I spit in a clear plastic tube and I mailed it to them. Eight weeks later, I got a letter saying, no, she's too hot for you. But I did stay in the club that whole time waiting for my results to come back. And then they sold that information to the government. And now they know that she's too hot for you. And if you try to get with her, ICE is going to kick your door down and arrest you. Uh, (laughs) I can't believe you made an ICE joke out of that. (laughs) I'm really good at my job. Unlike the Border Patrol agent? Okay, no, 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 no. Here, Cisco talks about the object of his affection. Women are objects. That's what this song's about. I wish the 2020 census asked me my opinion on thongs. Yes or no, you know? It would be yes. I wonder how many people would say yes. 
How much of your life has just been waiting for people to ask your opinion on thongs? Mike, if I'd known that all this time, that the only reason you've been spending time with me is so that you're... Every week I come here, Nick. Every week I come and I wait, you know? It's just And put... nothing. Mike, I'm so sorry. Mike, what is your opinion on thongs? Well, now you're just asking because I asked you to ask. Oh, Mike, don't be like that. God. Handle it, so you're shaking that thing like who's the ish with the look in your eyes so devilish. Now, I want to know like who the ish is. Like, he wants to know, too. <laughs> who's the ish? He asks it himself. And, and like, is this a, it must be a form of, like, uh, do you think there's a form of, I think there needs to be a form of sign language <laughs> that's done with the ass. So when you shake it, in a certain way, you can ask questions. Like so, it's like a Ouija board, but it's a butt. <laughs> but you know, what you'd call that because American Sign Language is ASL. It's just A S S L. I mean, it's right there. Because there's a lot of deaf paraplegics out there, Mike. You're right. They deserve a language too, Nick. And I think Cisco knew that. And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna inspire. The idea you can ask questions with your ass. Mike, I think you're absolutely 100% right on all of this. Uh, let me just ask, what specific lyrics were really jumping out at you to say this is what Cisco was thinking? Bear in mind, we've barely started listening to this song. Sure, Steve. I need to hear this. <laughs> well, I mean, just right here, Nick, the third line in. So you're shaking that thing like, who's the ish? And I'm like, who is the ish? You know, you got questions. You need answers. Okay, so, so in conclusion... Cisco was spearheading ass hell. <laughs> he was spearheading an ass-based sign language program. Yes, Steve. We all actually, saw his Kickstarter. Page. Actually, when did when did um when did Ace Ventura: Pet Detective come out? Nineteen ninety-four. Yeah, so this is just like the nineties was was really trying to push like talking with your ass. This song came out when Nick two thousand. Yeah, nineteen ninety-nine is a different year from two thousand. Wait, this well. This song came out in 1999. Well, the album Unleash the Dragon came out in 1999, and then the Thong song was the second single released after. So, yes, technically you're right. The song did come out in 1999. It was released as a single in 2000. Savor your victory. That was Mike savoring his victory with his ass. (laughs) There's some ass L happening right there. (laughs) Listeners, be glad this is an audio-only forum. Shaking that thing like who's the ish with the look in your eyes so devilish. Uh, you like to dance on the hip hop spots and you cruise to the cruise like an act of that. Not just urban, she liked the pop because she was living la vida loca. She had- and because of that, the songwriters on Living La Vida Loca also got a songwriting credit on the thong song. As they should have, that's the only reason he said that. It's just so crazy though, because that, that that is absolutely true. That he he wanted to use that line apparently so much that he was willing to pay for the royalties to use that because that also counted as an interpolation. Uh, he actually said in an interview not too long ago because he, he was the interview was essentially that I read it was just him reminiscing on the thong song as I'm sure he does on a daily basis. Uh, <laughs> Red smoking jacket, a, a lit pipe in a reclining chair in front of a bookshelf. <laughs> I recall one day when writing a thong song, the History Channel presents the thong song. (laughs) But uh, he said, uh, in reference to that line, not just Durbin, she liked the pop because she was living the Vida Loca. Cisco notes that he paid Ricky Martin's Living La Vida Vida Loca writers in order to reference the 1999 hit. 
and actually, Mike, you uh, oh, did you have something to? Well, I just think it's so funny that he he worked so hard around not using the Beatles. Uh, what was that? Just trust Eleanor me. Rigby. Eleanor One was Rigby. way more expensive than the other. Trust me. But he was like, I know that if the Beatles were so much cheaper. Why didn't he use that? What are they? No. no. <laughs> why do you why do you say misstatements all the time, Nick? I don't know what to believe anymore. No, but uh maybe stop believing everything he says. But how much did he have? I mean, he must have had to pay a good chunk. He essentially took a, the whole song. Living La Vida Loca. He didn't take it. he took that one line. Which is the whole song of Living La Vida Loca. There's more lyrics than that. Name them. She's into superstition. Black cats and voodoo dolls. She's shut up. <laughs> I proved you wrong. Oh, Move yeah. on. Yeah, a little Ricky Martin phase there, huh, Steve? Yeah, phase. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not the one wearing a wife beater and an open shirt right now, <laughs> Nick. It's very hot in here. <laughs> but it's July. You know, guys, some phases might just be a lifestyle. You know, and it's okay. <laughs> to the listeners, I told Mike on his way in. Uh, the look, look I'm going for is seedy Miami motel owner. <laughs> You're like one good, one, one good cigar stub away from it. But, Mike, you had also brought up the uh, lyric, uh, dumps like a truck. Yes. What do you think it means? Dumps like a truck. 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 All right. Now, all right, now if I want to go with what I think Cisco really meant. Actually, wait. Real quick. This is the, I, I don't think we actually played the part where he says it. This is. Dumps like a truck. 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 Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so he actually explained it. Uh, last year, I know it was 2017. He explained, he, but up until then, up until then, nobody knew. A giant question mark on the face of the American mind. Uh, Cisco explained 2017 what "dump like a truck" meant. He said, and I quote: "What I was really referring to was a dump truck. When it backs up, it's like beep beep beep." So she had dumps like a dump truck is like when girls do a booty dance move and they look back at their butt. Like she's a dump truck, back, back, backing it up. End quote. Guys, I Which, think I Cisco. I mean, school buses also do that. Most, but most buses and trucks have a backup beep noise. He, I don't know why he expressly chose the one that would make people think women were doing number two. I'll tell you why. It's because Cisco is nineteen. He's an immature. And teenagers are immature. dumb. <laughs> teenagers are dumb, and he's. And when a girl's got a big ass, you're probably like, damn. I bet there's a lot of poop in that. <laughs> a lot of pee in the bee. A lot of poop in the butt. That ass can that's, that's dump some shit. Let me tell you that. Actually, <laughs> Mike, uh, Cisco has a quote for you specifically. Uh, he literally says Mike Russell. No, he doesn't <laughs> say that. But he does say, um, uh, the dumps like a truck lyric was also slang for women shapely, uh, shapely backside, for those still wondering. And then Cisco said, quote, Anybody that was trying to make a joke, the context of the lyric does not say anything to the effect of she took a dump like a truck or nothing like that, he says. She had dumps like a truck, so the joke is old. Nobody can use it no more. You sound stupid. Stop it. Mike Russell. Once again, he didn't say that last part. Ah, fuck you, Cisco. (laughs) Fuck you, Cisco, for that slanderous attack on me in the future. (laughs) Dumps like a truck means beep, beep. She's going backwards. Go fuck yourself. That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Children's songs with Cisco. The dumps on the truck go beep, beep, beep. I would say this. I would say this. If you want to say a dump truck, like how it kind of like moves, like up and down. 
like when it's dumping shit out of it, not literal shit, because we said that's not what it is, but like, and that would be kind of like the twerk, maybe. But even then, but that, but you're like, still this, comparing this is it. where the twerk began. This was the origins of twerking. Was dump trucking. That's when he did it real song. slow. Then <laughs> <laughs> they sped it up, and they're like, okay. So the dump truck is geriatric twerking. No, it's not because old because old people don't have butts anymore. That's it not, got worn off from years of sitting. That's I don't think that's how it works. That's Steve. how Jeff Foxworthy explained it to me once. <laughs> An old man, old men in pa- old men in pants look like you took like an old man's butt is essentially like you took a frog and put a pair of pants on it and then like picked it up by the head. <laughs> Why does that? Is that gonna happen to my butt? Yes. I've got a nice butt right now. It's going away. That. No. I got to... Oh, man. There's got to be old people butt classes. You know? They, <laughs> they got to help. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. Let's, let's dissect that for a second. What takes place at an old person butt class? <laughs> so... What do you learn? All right. So, you well, you learn how to, you know, keep your butt nice and firm. So, but you just... I guess you would have to be using, like, a walker or something. I guess for old people stuff. You could do it in a pool. You could do it. Be an aqua class. A lot of aqua class. squats. I mean, that's what builds the butt. You know, this is why we have such a high rate of STDs in our senior population. Because yeah. <laughs> they don't care anymore. Screw it, man. Literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, everyone over 70, wear a condom. I think that's the point Cisco was trying to drive home when he wasn't telling Mike he was being stupid. As <laughs> I <laughs> Mike, get off the treadmill. <laughs> Tell Cisco to get off first, man. Oh, it looks like he's getting off. It's like it could have been a scene from Fast and Furious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is driving a car, uh, and, I, th- and I, th- I think that's about the only bit that looks like Fast and the Furious. <laughs> well, no, just because like that that like camera zoom oh. in, like when he's like dri- when it's like it's a big crane shot, and then it just zooms right down, like right into his face while he's driving, and Fun he's got fact. like the fancy driving gloves and everything. Fun fact: uh, the Fast and the Furious, the original one, was inspired by this moment in the Cisco music video. I, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I, I think Rebecca, see, Mike, that's how you do it. I think Rebecca Black's Friday with Patrice Wilson's car scene looks a lot like this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he is driving, cruising fast lanes, switching chains, tra- or f- switching lane. What, what the? Whatever the fuck he's switching. God, I hate that song. Uh, <laughs> he's got another one at some point coming up that we have to do. I think he's got several that we could do, but I know the one you've been harping on, listeners. Stay tuned. But yeah, so all night long, let me see that thong. Baby, that thong. That is the chorus that Billboard said was the best one, one of the best ones of the 21st century. And I hear that bell go bong, ba bong, bong, bong. Why are we all staring at me? No, because <laughs> you I, look I, like you're going to say something. I, no, I, 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 thought say. You, I thought you had a thought on a uh, thought, a thought, thought, thought on the chorus <laughs> because because uh, do you think this do you think this chorus deserves to be in the top 100? Songs that have co- choruses that have come out since 2000. I didn't know having a stutter made you a good singer. You it's know? not a stutter; it's a stylistic choice, Mike. What do you think? Are you think he very bravely found a song <laughs> that just works with his 
speech impediment. <laughs> Which, oh man, he's that, got a very good voice. And it's I buttery think, smooth. I could put it on a gluten free bagel. Think, <laughs> It'd be about the only edible thing on that bagel. You may notice. Oh no, go ahead. I was gonna say I love how the director of this music video is basically reading through his film school camera angles chapter. Like he's looking through the textbook on all of the camera angles that exist, and he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna do all these. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say though, you put them all into four minutes. Here we go. Yes. Four minute film school final. This was his final. This was his final thesis. I actually do have a bit from the director, uh, a quote from the director. Uh, oh God, what have I done? Yeah, music video director Joseph Kahn. Now, this is a fairly when this when this song came out, it was you know there was some fairly puritanical sections of our society that were upset at having to look at half naked women, and then there was a different section of society that was upset at the objectification of said women, if not the actual sexual content. And uh, to those people, the music video director, Joseph Kahn, said, look, quote, I listen to Thong Song and I say, well, this is a song about asses. So you can either accept it and do something like I did, or you could go and try and turn the Thong Song into some kind of Chemical Brothers video and make it all pretentious about some fucking communist upheaval or something. Just relax and make a booty video. And let's make a really good one and make it fun, end quote. So brave. No, I, I love that And who the fuck answer. are the Chemical Brothers? Did he mean my chemical romance? <laughs> no, they're not. Chemical Brothers is a thing, right? All right. I can't name a single song they did if they do exist, but. So what's, uh, aside from a uh, brilliant quote from the director here, but I wonder, like, how could you make the thong? How, how could you do a song about thongs in a sexy way without objectifying the ladies? Well, no, if you made it about political upheaval, I could just imagine like video of the Berlin Wall falling while this is playing in the background. Let me see that thong. The thong metaphorically could be East Germany. And so they tore a hole so they could see that thong. Let me see that. And people celebrating on top of the wall. Maybe. Or, as I think the directors uh, decided to do, just a, a video of asses. A booty video. Yes. What it was, what I guess that was subgenre. That is a genre. Yes, clearly. And apparently there's a subgenre of music called booty songs, which are songs about butts. There's this, there's Baby Got the Back, back and there's... Bootylicious. Bootylicious. There's Rump Shaker. Um, was there a Salt and oh. Pepper song as well? Sorry, Salt and Pepper. Um... I thought there was a salt and pepper song as well. But there's like... It's what a, the, what it's about a, the, the cakes? Let me see them cakes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The junkyard dog theme. Yeah. Grab them and cakes. cakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole genre, I tell you. Just listen to our Wrestlers album episode to hear that one. Guys, we need to write a butt song. But it could be about, you know... Butts? The butts. I think it has to be in order to be considered part of the genre. We need to, talk, we need to sing about the parts of butts that don't... You know, see the light of day enough. The there's there's parts of the butt that should never see the light of day, Mike. It's important to me that you know this. Nah, man, you're tripping. You should. I'm I'm doing a. I think a song called Swamp Ass is gonna come out. No doubt about Mike, it. I, I'm just trying to think of who would go out of their way to listen to that. <laughs> well, yo, yo, push yo, it. Yo, turn, yo, turn it up, man. That's Swamp Ass. <laughs> no, push it, push it by Salt and Pepper. Push it, push it. 
That was Ooh. another one. Wait, is that about ass? I, I think that's a booty I think, I think the ass is what needs to be pushed. Yeah. I <sighs> think... Push it. No, dude, it's about pushing... Or it's about pregnancy. It's about pushing your dick in. This I mean, is exactly could- where I hope we'd get to by bringing up that song, by the way. It worked, Steve. You won. Uh, on the... <laughs> I'm trying to segue from one conversation about ass to another conversation about ass. Uh, I was going to say, that going back to the song, though, you may notice the second verse is the exact same thing as the first verse. Mm. And Cisco did that intentionally. Oh, it's an A-B-A-B rhyme scheme. Yes. He started writing lyrics for this, for a possible second verse, but then he <laughs> gave up. No, he. Well, I mean, in a, in a, in a way, I think I'm done. <laughs> I mean, kind of, because he knew the target demographic for this uh, song were people in clubs dancing, and you actually need to almost have like a little bit more of a repetitive structure to work better for dancing to. So he didn't want to like literally like convolute like a story element in the song. He's like, it's about thongs. We're just going to keep it simple. We're just going to drive that point home. And he Yeah, drive it home. That's what he was doing. Push it. You know, you know what? You know where else this song's played other than the club? Uh wedding receptions. Specifically Cisco's wedding reception. Specifically, Cisco performed the thong song for his own wedding reception. That's beautiful. He got married fairly recently. Did yeah. his wife show off her thong? I don't, don't think, think so. so. Unless they did something weird with the whole like garter throwing part of the ceremony. I mean, that could be fun. Honestly, what if she had a nice like you know bridal like a bridal a bridal thong? thong. You know, it's like it's white, but she's worn it way high up. So you know, it's not like her ass is showing too much, but like you know, it's like oh, it's a tasteful thong. <laughs> You know, da- Nick, David's you know, bridal how, sells how, those. How dare you, Nick? How, how dare how you? How dare you Come assume on. that all thons aren't tasteful? How, you know, you're coming up, you're coming down on what is a m- mostly a woman's undergarment and telling these ladies that their underwear is distasteful. I, am I not, think it's tasty. I am not saying that at all. <laughs> Mike, I love thongs as much as the next guy, which is Cisco. <laughs> and I'm just saying that in a wedding, you might want to have, like, I don't know, frilly lace around the top. Or maybe, like, a little bow kind of thing at the very top well, in the I back. support the frilly lace. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying, I, I didn't, when I said to, like, class it up, I didn't mean to say that thongs were not classy in and of themselves. Just that for a wedding, you might want to splurge on that little extra. No, extra. hold on. Thongs are not classy. Ooh. What? They're, they're <laughs> distinctly not classy. Like, on purpose. They are on purpose not classy. They are a fi- they are <laughs> conducive no. to movement. No, you guys, that's the the very purpose of a thong is to not be classy. Like that was the design of the thong. That Ron! was the mission that was the mission <laughs> statement of the development of the thong. It was because you didn't want to have panty lines. Yes. No, seriously. It- and it's uh, breezier. Okay. And okay, spoken like someone without a vagina. You know, no, uh, no, for for real. I I I I've I've had conversations with women who work out and prefer thongs because it's easier to move and you don't have panty lines and it's more conducive towards movement. Yeah, while working out. Yeah. For a very specific purpose, while working out, not to just wear around town. Oh, yeah, Steve. Like, granny panties are super fucking classy. 
There's a whole swath of women's underwear options that range from classy to trashy. Steve, for all the listeners, please let us know what you think is the classiest women's underwear and what meets your standards of classiness. French cut. Okay, where's that fall? That's the classiest. That's that's the best underwear. That's a that's a that is a that is a good middle ground between the two extremes. Is that the one where like, Mike? I'm not going to sit here and discuss women's underwear with you, which is technically <laughs> what we're doing anyway. But <laughs> we're talking. We're covering the thong song. I I wish I had an undergarment that was both breezy and on that beautiful of- and cover girl. <laughs> That's why we're sponsored by MeUndies. Use coupon code SONGTOPSY at checkout to get 20% off your first order. Uh, no, please do not do that. No, because you know, yeah, because tiny whiteies, man, I don't know. I ain't bad them. No. And boxers are too whatever. And these briefs I've been starting to wear, like the boxers, like the like half, like, like tight boxers, you know, they're all right. But I'd like something that was just like air could flow through, but the balls are cupped, you know? You know they sell Sleeves? Sleeves? Yeah. Oh God. What are they called? Um. They had some. They had some name like Jimmy Sleeve or something. It's just like a sock for your dick <laughs> to keep it warm in cold weather. I would. Mike lo- already uses a sock on his dick. <laughs> he just doesn't wear it around town. <laughs> he just tapes little googly eyes on it. <laughs> that would be hilarious. He'd <laughs> be my little buddy. <laughs> Stop looking at me. <laughs> he calls him Mister Bation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be mad at that. That's great. <laughs> It's just you and me tonight, Mr. Bajan. <laughs> but guys, actually, since there's no new since there's no new lyrics for uh the second verse, that's actually it for new lyrics. Literally by like a minute twenty in, uh Cisco has said everything he needs oh, to say. Can you go to the breakdown though? Where that music drops and he goes, bah, Yeah. Bah. Yeah, yeah. He was inspired. By, were you inspired by Cisco this whole time? I think that's you know he really drove. I'll tell you this: this is the part of the song where I would find myself on the dance floor on my back, being dragged out by security. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I do. No, like, you're too drunk to be here. <laughs> I think that's the same stage they filmed Wild Wild West on too. <laughs> <laughs> they were just passing it around the, all throughout 1999. Cisco's in that one too, isn't he? He was in the Wild Wild West music video. Really? Yeah, because he goes, Cisco, Cisco. Yeah, he does the, oh. we're going straight. He does that part. He does the singing part because yes. it's Will Smith and he can't sing. So Cisco does the singing hey, part. Hey, you haven't seen Aladdin, which neither have I. No, but I've listened to it and Will Smith can't sing. That's why Cisco does that part. Oh, this sh- <laughs> I wish Cisco was always following Will Smith around, just doing the singing parts for him. Hey Will Smith, what you doing today? Leave me alone, Cisco. Actually, I think it was the, I think it was all of Drew Hill was on that video with him. Oh yeah, because they kind of have reformed and then dissipated and come back like throughout. The it years. was Cisco. Was I think it was Cool Mo D. Uh, I know Stevie Wonder was there because they just straight up took his song and <laughs> made. You know what? We'll cover that on a Wild Wild West episode. Now, guys, I think we have to really look at this song for what it is, right? 
and like how fucking crazy it would be. <laughs> Imagine a real life scenario. Extrapolate. Um, man walks up to woman, goes, "Oh, I know this joke," <laughs> and just is like, "Baby, I, I gotta see that thong," and then just like, just gets so overcome with emotion and like the the. Like the clouds split in the, in the sky and he drops down. He's like, oh, baby, that's the, like, I love the way. She's just like, oh, my God. What would you do? Would you show him? Would you show him the thon? If you no, would I would call the police in this situation. <laughs> so, wait, let me get this straight. Would I, A, if I was a woman, so there's that first. A, I'm a woman in the situation. And B, were I a woman... And a strange man got down on his knees and begged to look at the thong underwear that I chose to wear and see a once-in-a-lifetime celestial event occurred directly overhead at the same time. If all of those factors were met, would I show this strange man my thong? That's what you're asking That's me. what I'm asking you. No. And that, Steve, and that, Nick, is why Cisco is a magician, okay? He's a magic man, okay? Get this. Because he made this song, okay? This song, 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 song. During this specific four and a half... Very funny. (laughs) During this specific four and a half minutes is a time where you can drop to your knees screaming out these lyrics and some women will show you their thongs and they'll shake their ass in your face and they'll dance. Mike, I was gonna say in earlier in the in the scenario you proposed, um, you know, someone falling to their knees screaming, "Baby, let me see that thong." Minus the celestial event, I think every woman in New York City has experienced that on the subway, <laughs> and I don't think on any the of them. <laughs> I don't think any of them have enjoyed it. Also, I don't. I don't think your experiment would pass the initial testing phases. What with the you being arrested and all. Uh, I'll tell you what. If I had Cisco's lyrics, lyrical, you know, abilities, and I had someone playing the background music, and I'm t- not, I'm tell, I am telling you, no, Nick. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm saying in the context of like being in a club on the dance floor with this song coming and that specific part coming up. The yeah, that part. Yes, maybe someone would. I I would be willing to wager. <laughs> My Go freedom. On. That if you were out in a park and you started this song and there was a lot of people yeah. and they start dancing. Oh, the thong song's on. Let's start dancing. There, and enough enough people, there'd be some people that I think people would show their thongs. Oh my God, B- Billy, I happened to wear my thong today. What an opportunity like to I, show it to strangers. If I was wearing a thong, I'd show it and I heard it. Why not? If I was having a good time. Why aren't you wearing a thong since it's so classy? Because I'm not classy, Steve. Well, you got no, me there. I, I am classy. What no, you got me there. No, no. You've no. heard it here first from Mike Russell's own mouth. He is a trashy, trashy slut. Just today. Just today. Oh, my God. Don't call me a slut. Am I a slut? I'm not a slut. No, you're today. not. Thank you. I'm an honorable man. I'm a, I'm a gentleman and a scholar. I'm a gentleman and a scholar, and I have a girlfriend. Mike Russell, you stupid whore. <laughs> But uh, guys, I would be remiss if uh, I didn't show the listeners the more recent version of the thong song that just came out. So Cisco by J S Y, which means juicy, 
and Norwegian. Yes, he It doesn't mean juicy in Norwegian. That's it just, does. They're Norwegian and it means juicy. <laughs> that, it's still, it's JCY. It's. <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss this later. Uh, but long story short, Cisco, who by the way is I think like thirty-eight now, he's still not even forty. Like he was so young when he did the thong song. He's still like not an old he's, guy. He's really not that old. No, not at all. Um, but he thought it was a perfect opportunity. Uh, to partner with this musician and do an updated version of the Thong song. Now, I I heard the song for the first time like two days ago, and when I heard there was going to be a modern version of what this song would sound like, I had a negative image in my head of what that song would sound like, like a quote-unquote modern version, and this song sounded exactly like that. Wait, Mikey, have you heard this yet? No. <gasps> oh, boy, oh, boy. This thing right here. At least there's thorns in it. That's, that's what I was going to say. It's the only improvement. Check it out. Come on. Ooh, that dress so scandalous. You know I never nigga can handle it. She can that thing like who's the ish. With a look in your eyes so devilish. She like to dance on the hip hop spots. She cruise to the cruise and connect the dots. Not just her bed. She liked the pop because she was living la vida loca. She had dumps like a truck. Truck, truck. Fast like what, what, what. Baby, move your butt, butt, There were roller skates. Mike is immediately intrigued. This is his greatest fantasy come to life in front <laughs> of him. It's girls and thongs on roller skates. Guys, I'm going to say the music sounds kind of shit, but the music video actually has thongs and girls on roller skates. I, I, I think it's a huge improvement. I love how so- someone pointed out um, that probably a lot of the girls in this video weren't born when the thong song originally came out. Or at least some. Oh. You know what made me feel really old today? Something Wait. similar to that. You know Billie Eilish? It's 19 years old. Yeah. You know Billie Eilish? I think I'm saying her name right. Uh, she, she's, uh, I, I haven't listened to her music yet, but apparently she's very popular now. Um, she, uh, I, I just happened to come across an article today where she said that she was uh, is super excited because she got to work with her like childhood uh, like crush slash you know, music hero, Justin Bieber. Her childhood hero... Justin oh Bieber. Oh my god. That's how old I've never felt so old in my life that there are musicians today who are famous, successful who are f- successful and famous who grew up listening to Justin fucking Bieber who already makes me feel old, so I feel like a grand I essentially like that statement made me feel like a grandfather. Oh my Like I just skipped 3 quarters of my life. For like an hour, I felt horribly depressed. Oh, God. Oh, for that perp, for that reason, and then later on, I felt horribly, horribly depressed for other reasons. But, but that was what that, started it. That triggered it. That was the a Justin trigger. Bieber. Uh, so like that's Justin very Bieber similar. is the one trigger for Stephen Trollinger. That is very. Get him! I'm gonna get him. <laughs> See, you probably shouldn't say that on a podcast. Justin Bieber has like an accident three days from now, and this is audio of you screaming that you'll get him. Yeah, let's at least get to the chorus. There it is. What? The moment when it sounds like every other song that. Guys, I gotta say. There was a. 
big absence of thongs in the original one. I gotta say, there the, was not one. No, because they couldn't. This music, the, the for its faults, this new one does correct that. Mike, I'll send you the link if you want to watch it with Mr. Bait later. I was gonna say there is a there is Mr. a Bait. Mr. Bait. Mr. Bation, excuse me. Um, there is a oh, Mr. Bates. That might make more sense. Anyway, um, <laughs> ah, that's good. Uh, there's a there is a third iteration that uh, I'd like to bring to your attention. I found for some reason uh, a lot of these genre booty booty genre songs are kind of that you don't have to write a parody of them because the lyrics themselves will self parody, but only if you uh, change the mode of the music. So like there, one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite songs is like a slow acoustic version of Baby Got Back. Like those songs become are inherently funny, but you need to change the type of music it's put to to really like it's like a bouillabaisse of comedy. Like it's all the ingredients are there. You just need to like cook them in the right proportion at the right temperature. You're such okay. an auteur to in your really, description of to comedy. To really Steve. bring out the flavors that were hidden before. Mm. So I found a third version of the thong song uh, by uh, 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 postmodern postmodern jukebox, and this is a. Jazz standard version of the thong song. Oh, one, two, three, four. She had dumps like a truck. I was like, what? All night long. Let me see that oh. Sorry, I wanted to get to the I wanted to get to the chorus. Oh my god, that was really good. <laughs> I know, right? I like her style. But it I it, like the, the the whole that's such a great idea. That she's it, got good pipes. Yeah. Any song can be a good song. Even the thong song. And what a bookend for Cisco's thong song. So there's still life in it. I mean, it, it, not only are people redoing their own versions of it, Cisco probably every 20 years will do a new version. This, oh guys, it's kind of messed up though. Like with movies and music and people just just doing reiterations of the same stuff we've heard over and over and over again. Yeah, I hate it when that happens. So Mike, what happened that time you went to the mental asylum? Hey, no, stop, Steve, no. <laughs> I was so worried when I saw... I sent you the link to the Women's oh, Ticker Tape Parade. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> I stayed home. Good. Good. <laughs> and you still wake up in Bellevue. No! Uh, but that was the Thong Song by Cisco, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you have not already, what are you waiting for? There is so much good content there. There's so much more new content coming. Uh, because you should also check out Dapper Devil Productions, the production company that this podcast is a part of. Uh, we've got some hot things in the pipeline. We have got a short film that I am currently editing right now called Chad is Not the Killer, starring my two co-hosts. Nick's really killing it, guys. <laughs> but he's not the killer either. <gasps> Who could it be? You'll have to watch to find out. So please follow uh, Dapper Devil Productions on all social media. Uh, and you can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier to see what I'm up to and Mr. Mike Russell. 
Uh, that's right. You can find me on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.D-O-T. And, uh, yeah, you can find me on the DapperDevilProductions.com website uh, where there's also dairies of our lives. If you're still looking for some milk pun action, let me tell you, it's a good time. It's uh, a very good time. <laughs> um... Yeah. Also, like Nick said, you know, leave us a like, uh, send us, you know, your song suggestions to the Santos Report. Or your thong suggestions. Or your thong suggestions. Oh my God, I don't have to say anything after that. Oh uh, yeah. Like, oh, and if you have a clever thong, send us a photo of it. Why not? Maybe don't. Like, I mean, it's up like, to you. Like, wait, like, imagine like a thong with like uh, the front had like scrambled eggs on it. I don't know why. That's just funny. Or what's your favorite undergarments to wear? I don't care. <laughs> don't tell us that. <laughs> no better than him, and I no like, not I to like, send like, that Yeah, to our us. listeners are like, I like used panties. <laughs> I like Mike's panties. <laughs> How'd they get those? <laughs> so you admit you wear panties. Hey! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Jacuse! <laughs> you fell into my clever trap. <laughs> I'm like the Poirot of who's wearing what underwear. <laughs> Steve, always introduce yourself like that. And where may we find you? So you may introduce yourself to other people. You may find me on the Orient Express. Determin- no. Uh, it's not politically correct, Steve. Determ- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's de- it is if you're describing a region, not a people. So as long as you're riding the train as of the you can you, you can describe that or a type of rug, as long as you're not describing a people. All right, we all learned something today. All right, you can find me well, on the ACLU website. <laughs> um, Was I asleep, Steve? Because I'm woke now. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, on the Dapper Devil website, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at my handle, your man Trollo, with an at in front of it, I guess. Oh, maybe yep, that's, that's what's that's, been wrong. So many people have been trying to find you, Steve, but they just haven't had the tools. Uh, yes, and do none of the things Mike suggested. Or, you know, do. Or do, <laughs> you know? Live your life, listeners. It's, it's, it, do, what, do what does you. If, there, if any of you Insta models out there are listening, who knows, you know, but just tag the at the Sontopsy report in any of your thumb bikini pics. Mike, we're going to get so many Russian oh bots God. like, hey, big boy, you like sex? <laughs> And on that note, I'm Nick Brigadier. <laughs> I'm Mike Russell. And I'm off to play some Mahjong Zhong Zhong. The one we didn't hit. And uh, we will see you next week. Take care. It's a Dapper Devil production, see?